0: come and let the church say amen. praise the lord are we still blessed to be in the presence of god this morning amen hallelujah praise the lord amen thank you jesus amen i want to welcome us every one of us to light building center once again we do that again and again It's just let you know how much we appreciate your coming into the presence of god this morning it is not everywhere you go to that they put the red rug, the red carpet you know, for, but we have done that for you because you are, you are children of the most high God, amen and we set the table before you as well because you are special in God's presence I, I wanted to maximize it, you know you want to take advantage, take picture let people know that yeah, you came, you, you went to a place, you want a red, red carpet, they do it in the world you got it here this morning, you can stand here and just take a picture and let the world know that you are special anybody i'm very special they may not see you that way but i want you to know that you are special in the sight of god amen praise the lord yeah you have you have it's, it's all yours amen you, you can you can twist your body you can change you can roll and do everything who knows maybe it's going to go viral as well maybe you know you become a star a celebrate because you appear before god amen praise the lord and if they ask you did you get is you know i was in his presence amen He just let them know that you didn't go just a party but you went to the presence of, and as a result of that you know you had an awesome awesome time hallelujah hallelujah praise god um now, now that you've had the 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 the, 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 the physical food let, let's have a bit of spiritual meal as well very quick lessons something we can learn from god something we can just you know just touch as an of that we are in terms of the Word of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Um, And and this morning I want to speak on a very very interesting subject. It's very you know it's gonna be very brief. I want to speak on the subject that I call the power of negotiation. Amen. The power of what? You know the power of negotiation. I I want to bring to attention this morning um something that I believe that is one of the greatest skill that any individual, any man or woman must have if you are going to have maximum impact in life. The ability to negotiate. Can I hear Amen? And I want you to listen to me very well. We're gonna learn from the life of you know one of the patriots that have gone ahead of us. We want to see you know Oh, I, I, the, the 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 word of God is really our example. It is for us to look at. We have a template to follow, and I want you to know that on daily basis, every single day, you will be confronted with issues of life. Can I hear, Amen? And uh, as you are confronted with the issues of, of life, that's one of, what, that's one of the reasons why I love you know. Ever since the God gave us the inspiration to start this ministry and He gave us the name life Building Christian Center, when you come to LBC you get is you have the opportunity to learn about life issues right um, real political issues and, and, and so one thing that I want us to know if you're ever going to maximize uh, uh, and, and, and be utmost in your potential in one skill that any individual young old you know whatever you are it doesn't matter you must know how to negotiate somebody say amen and the reason why we need to know how to negotiate is because life is not a straightforward journey can I get a witness in the house life is not motorway it's not the autobahn whereby you just cruise and go and you don't have to worry everything is straight. life is not straight it's not a straightforward course and I hear amen and if you've been around for quite a while, you'll understand what I'm saying. This money that you know that life is not it's not a straightforward journey. Life is full of bends. We call it corners in our in our, my, my own. You know, y- y- you have some bends. It's not straight. Bends. Life is, is filled with bends and bends and bends and bends. So as you travel, you may have opportunity to travel for a little while. You know, on a straight line, but suddenly you come to a bend. Somebody say, "Amen." And some of these bends, they—you don't comes on you. You get to these bends of life. Sometimes, suddenly, you are not expecting it. You didn't bargain for it. You didn't ask for it. Oh, please, don't help me this money. I don't want to feel as if I'm. You're, it's not you, You're not expecting it, but you come to bends of life. And when you get to the bends of life, what do you do? Somebody say amen? So you have you have to know how to negotiate, how to maneuver, how to, how to negotiate those, those bends. Uh, because if you don't, if you're not skilled, listen to me, if you're not skilled, negotiating bends of life in in maneuvering uh, a lot of people this is the point whereby they have issues of wrecks and accidents because they are not healed in maneuvering somebody say amen because these bends they come unexpectedly how many of us have had you know come on church you you how many of us here you would you can testify to the fact that you've had some surprising experiences in your life the unexpected things and many folks are stuck today in their lives in their journey of life the reason why they are stuck is not because of anything it's because they have a sudden end and they didn't know how over the bend. And because they didn't know how to negotiate bend. unfortunately something that is beyond their power hallelujah i said hallelujah. hallelujah so what it means is that if you're going to maximize your your potentials in life therefore You need to deliberately, I said deliberately, listen to this. You need to deliberately make up your mind that I'm going to be skilled in how to negotiate the bends of life. I need to know how to maneuver. I need to know how to go around some corners, some bends in life. Because if you don't, if you're caught up with a bend all of a sudden, then because you're not skilled, you probably will not know how to move on in life. hallelujah i said hallelujah oh glory be to god you know in the last maybe one or two weeks now how many of us have have been following you know some funny things and the news as regards you know the rogue man in you in 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 russia putin right (laughs) he wants to take over ukraine right and he has moved everything you know he's and everything is there right at the border and the, the entire nation I mean the entire world I say no you are not coming here you're not going to come here NATO and US and UK and the rest of the everybody and in the last two or three weeks listen to buddy the all they have been doing is he gave a signal of war but actually it, in, in the world war war is doing Jojo as well you didn't hear that even though it seems as if he's going to go into war but talking he's still negotiating he's talking to the rest of the nation he's telling them that this is what i want this is what i want i mean one man this one man, but he's, he's 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 kind of confronting the rest of the the world and he's telling them this is what and i i suspect that he knows he cannot fight the whole world just one nation but he wants something so he's trying to negotiate something out of the whole thing oh please don't help me this money it, it's a man but there's one thing about putting he wants something he knows how to come out and start negotiating because he knows that at the end of the day they will sit some things away for him and say okay if this is what you want you're gonna have this can i hear amen and that's why they say in the world in, in the world they say the joy is better than war war in other words let's talk instead of you know worrying and listen to this church uh many instead of where we are to have negotiated where we are to have made some maneuvering where we are to have kind of made some whatever and talk we have gone into the world and we lost the battle. come on help me church where we had opportunity, where we would have gotten better by just saying, you know what, let me back up and think of what can I do, what would be the best way to get the maximum out of this situation and predicament that I am, you know, it would have been better for us to do a bit of a negotiating, that is maneuvering. Somebody say, hey, Amen. Instead of confronting. Hallelujah. But because we don't really know. How to do that? So we went fight. We went crisis and conflict. And the pain and the aches. And the uh, energy stripping of such exercise. That we went through. The, the trauma remains with us up to now. Somebody say. Or oh, maybe it's, it's, it's actually making up not of your own as well. But you, you find this need anyway. Whereby you just need to no cancel yourself and cancel your spirit because maybe as a result of whatever the situation and circumstances might have been you you had a bit of hole in your heart and in your mind and you're feeling a bit overwhelmed about it you still need to know how to navigate and just move on otherwise you get stuck one thing that the devil doesn't want you to do is this listen to me the devil doesn't want you to move on in life so you need to know how to maneuver your way every situation and circumstances that you find yourself you need to know your mind must be working in such a way that you navigate yourself you 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 maneuver uh, and, and you just through skills that you have you have you're able to work on certain things because if it's not having value to your life it's going to devalue you can i hear amen hallelujah now if you notice i don't know how many of us are familiar with or uh, uh, Formula One here car racing yeah you're familiar with it, you watch it very well. you would notice that most terrible accidents happen at the bends when they, oh, when they're trying to just turn on I mean you know they're going at top speed and the road is oh, one minute is actually straight everything you can see the front but here it comes into a band and how they negotiate the bank will determine whether they make it Going forward, or some of them will tumble or hit somebody. Or watch that it tells you that what you do at the bends of life will determine whether you are the race or not. Somebody help me this money. How you handle maneuvers of life, it will determine whether you you will continue with. Because if you miss it at the bend, you're not likely to continue with the race. somebody say amen and this is one of the reasons why as, as we gather this money in the presence of God we are asking God to help us with this how to negotiate but one thing about the bend as well is that in that bend listen church say with me this money in that same bend where some people are losing track and losing sense of direction it is where some people will overtake <laughs> huh it's a place of of danger a dangerous place but it's a place of opportunity as well for some because of the fact that they were not ready they were not skilled with the ability to negotiate they can lose and miss the race but for those that are ready it is an opportunity for them to overtake why because they Already, I I was um, I, I was I don't know where I was speaking recently, and, and we, I realized that one of the things that the church doesn't do, amen. One thing that we don't do: is prepare people for negative, uh, negative situations. The church we don't like preaching about. You are likely to have challenges in life, but Jesus Christ said in this world you're going to have. to. Can I? Am I right? who said that jesus in this way you're going to have what but be of good cheer because i have overcome for you but if we don't prepare our mind i'm going to manage that my occasions whether i'm confronted with some challenging situation if i'm confronted with it what am i going to do and because we're not prepared for such occasion. I hope I'm still hungry. I can give him more. I'm not hearing myself. Because I'm not prepared for it. I'm not, I'm, I'm not ready for such thing. When it comes, it knocks me off. Somebody say amen. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So, the skill that we acquire is what will determine how you come out. Listen to the scripture that we read. In Matthew 10, Jesus Christ said something he said you have to be as wise as serpents how many of us here like serpents but do you know that heaven recognized that the serpent is wise isn't it so amazing that Jesus Christ is telling us to be as wise as serpent I mean saints your child of God but he's saying you have to be as wise as what serpent then you have to be as gentle as well though because dove is a very very gentle doesn't want trouble instead of fighting there is gentility and there's gentility because there is wisdom because it takes wisdom to negotiate the bends of life amen because if you're not wise we're just going to be everywhere fighting and we get nothing out of it we still lose but when we are wise we can always find a way of negotiating our ways out of very challenging situations don't you say neighbor be gentle and be wise it's the word of God it's not my word it's the word of Jesus Christ you have to be gentle and you have to be what Somebody say gentle and wise. Say to your neighbor, say I am gentle, and wise. I know the person you are sitting next to knows you that you are not gentle, but don't worry. That's what you are this morning. <laughs> Cover you by the blood of Jesus. That, let them know it's under the blood. Amen. Uh, the, the, you, are, you are not your brand, but this morning you are gentle. What you are wise. I believe, I believe with all of my heart. I believe with all of my heart that this year is a year that is filled with opportunities for you. Opportunities. Things are coming your way as you travel on the journey of life. But I want you to know one thing as well. As you, as you travel uh, on, in this journey, you may come across some bends. And I'm preparing you this morning because I want you to have what it takes. The ability to be able to negotiate the bends of life in all areas of your life life and that the example we have is the scripture that we read in the book of Genesis we want to look at examples for us quickly I'm gonna how Jake somebody say Jacob how he was he, he was just a good negotiator always negotiating always ready go on with Genesis quickly in the scripture that Genesis 25 from verse 29 if you can put it out there I will show you a couple of things and then we we'll pray this morning and I will bring the service to a close hallelujah listen to this in Genesis 25 from verse 29 the Bible says now Jacob cooked a stew and Esau came in we have read it Genesis 25 verse 9 in from the field and he was weary and Esau listen to this and Esau said to Jacob please feed me with the red stew for I am weary therefore his name was edom but jacob listen to this jacob said sell me your batch right as of this day <laughs> so here is this guy by the name jacob listen to this he knew what he wanted amen he had a real he knew he, he, he wants to batch right this is what he desired and he has been kind of you know feeling how am I going to get this thing <laughs> somebody say amen and he was waiting for that opportunity that bend that maneuver that opportunity whereby he can negotiate Remember now, they are adults, both of them, and I'm going to show you something in a minute. You always wanted the bath right, right from the womb. Somebody will say, But how do you know? You just need to go back a little bit. When the, when the mom was pregnant, the Bible says there was battle inside their mom. They are fighting, I'm, I'm, I'm fighting. And let, let's read let's, let's it. That is now my word. If you go back to uh, 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 verse, go to verse. Um. 19 of that same 25 quickly, so that you can understand this. He had always won right from the womb. Jacob had always wanted that back right. Huh. So, this is about that you know, into this verse 19. Uh, and these are the generations of uh, of Isaac, Abraham's son, uh, Abraham the god Isaac. And Isaac was 40 years old when he took Rebekah to wife, the daughter of Bethel, the Syrian of Pedro, the sister of Laban the Syrian. Let's go. And Isaac entreated the Lord for his wife because she was buried, and the Lord was entreated for him and Rebekah, his wife conceived and the children struggled together within her fighting and she said oh hang on a minute this is abnormal if it be so why am I thus and she went to ask the Lord who are these boxers and fighters Inside of me, that I'm not the only one that is going to get pregnant for the first time. How come this is like this? So between Israel and Jacob, they've been fighting. I'm going to go first. You are going to go first. I'm going to. You are going to. No, you can't go first. And they've been kicking. I'm. I'm fighting. And and every day, uh, this woman sleep and wake and and wait. When he wakes up, he wakes up with somebody still kicking. And, I'm, I'm fighting, and when she couldn't continue it any longer, she went to inquire from God, and God said, You got two nations <sighs> they are contending for something. The person that wants batch right, it seems as if he's about to be deprived and he's not liking it it, is a little bit upset. So every day he wakes up and says hey, so you're not going to go before me, and just no, I'm going to go before you. And guess what? fighting and, and, and listen to this uh, and the Lord said unto our nations are in their womb and the two men of the people shall be separated from their go wells right and the one people shall be stronger than the other people and the elder will serve the younger but don't stop there and when are these to be delivered were fully were fulfilled behold there were twins in a womb next verse and the first came out red all over like an hairy garment and they called his name Esau and after that came his brother out of his uh, listen to this Uh, and after that came his brother out and guess what he's still pulling the leg of Esau you are not going (laughs) it's a scripture huh and his hand took hold of Esau's heel it's my right I'm the one that's supposed to go first. Don't go. But he so out. He said, okay, go. Uh, but somehow, somewhere in the future, I'm going to get you. This ain't over yet. And I get a witness in the heart. So, whatever. And then they were leaving, right? And he waited. And waited and waited until the day the opportunity came. When they came to this bend. And what was the bend? The bend in the life of Esau was that he was hungry. He was famished. He any longer. What he fought for all along. Right from the womb. The bad tried. But here comes a bend in his life. Whereby he is sucked of strength. The Bible says he was weary. And he was ready. He didn't know how to negotiate that bend. He couldn't hold. He couldn't just go and. And here comes, here comes Jacob. <laughs> he said, I, I, "I believe that deliberately that they cooked something very nice." So while the guy was hungry, smelling, oh, some nice food, he said, "You know what? I don't care about this fight. I don't care about this bad fight any longer. I just want to eat." That became an opportunity for Jacob. He said, "Okay, you want you want to eat? You know that they would we'll be for." The bat right? How can somebody sell his bat right for food? That's one bend, the bat right bend. He said, and he said, what is this bat right to me anyway? Really? And you have you have almost killed this guy in the womb, and you fought all through. And now you have it. You say, what is this thing to me anyway? Somebody said the bends of life he couldn't negotiate that very well Esau but Jacob took advantage of it when you are skilled in negotiating so immediately he just put an offer before before him that he couldn't do this that's number one thing I'm, I'm looking at the bane of life right now that's number one bang in the life of Jacob and Esau but Jacob would continue to negotiate Good in negotiating, it's just good in it. And it's one thing that every one of us here, if you're gonna make the best of opportunities that will come your way, please. I'm begging you, there are occasions whereby you just need to know how to negotiate. I'm not asking you to compromise, but know how to negotiate because God will give you wisdom. Remember, Jesus Christ said, Be wise but be gentle. We are balancing the two here. Can I hear amen? Oh, at back, birth, the right. He negotiated, but not only that, what about his ministry? If you go with me into the book of Genesis 28, let's go a little bit further. Even when he was going to be called by God, the guy quickly he knows how to negotiate with God as well. In Genesis 28, they say, I just, I mean, he studied Jacob very well. You know, all of a sudden, when God gave me this, 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 this subject, as I read, I, I kind of see that, oh, now. Every now and then you find this guy negotiating, negotiating, negotiating. In Genesis 28, listen, even with God, (laughs) right? Listen, look at the story. In in verse, in verse. in verse 10 the Bible says that now Jacob went out from Beersheba and went towards Aran. so he came to a certain place and stayed there all night because the sun had set and he took one of the stones of that place and put it at his head and he lay down in that place to sleep then he dreamed, uh, and behold a ladder was set up on the earth and it stopped to reach to heaven and there are angels of God they were descending descend- and descending on it and behold the Lord stood above it And said I am the Lord God of Abraham your father and the God of Isaac the land on which you lie I will give to you and your descendants also your descendants shall be as the dust of the earth you shall spread abroad to the west and to the east and to the north and the south and in you and in your seed all the families of the earth shall be blessed behold I am with you and will keep you wherever you go and will bring you back to this land for i will not leave you until i have done what i have spoken to you then jacob awoke from his sleep and said surely the lord is in this place and i did not know it verse 17 and he was afraid and said how awesome is this place! this is none other than the house of god and this is the gate of heaven verse 18. then jacob rose early in the morning listen to this and took the stone that he had put at his head, set it up as a pillar, and put oil on it, on top of it, and he called the name of that place Berel. But the name of the city had been lost previously. Then Jacob made a vow. Listen to this quickly. He doesn't want that opportunity to go, Oh, I have an encounter with God. I need to key into it. I need to negotiate with God straight away. Can I get a witness in the house? What did he do? He made a vow. Somebody say, Vow. God didn't ask for it. God ask for a vow? No, God has said what He's gonna do. But this Jacob, this is just the nature of Jacob vowed a vow, saying, He God will be with me. Hallelujah. He responded to it, he found that encounter as an opportunity. Many of us without encounters in life, opportunities in life whereby we did not respond. Come on, church. Many of us have had some significant dreams and visitations of God. We can't remember now as I'm talking to you, but not Jacob. He will not allow you to go. Immediately, he came to it and got a vow saying, "If God will be with me and will keep me in this way that I go and will give me bread to eat and remain to put it on, verse 21, so that I come again to my father's house in peace, then shall the Lord be my God. Not only that, and this stone which I have set for a pillar, you can see." putting commitment negotiating with god i mean god has said what he's going to do but he himself begins to respond to god and shall be god's house this uh, uh, which i've said for a pillar shall be god's house and of all that thou shalt give me so in his mind already he believed god is going to give him something committing god to it negotiating the future what you will me is expectant looking forward to a better future he, he, he was in one deserted area now all by himself but already is negotiating the future God be with me let's go together if you can if you go with me uh, on this journey I, so that I come back here I want you to know that this place this stone is going to be a pillar and I'm going to build a house there but not that or for that you give me Expecting that God is going to give him something. Are you expecting about your future? If you are, the opportunities and the visitations that you have had when God visited, bless you. What did you do? It's all by himself. Nobody is asking for offering. Nobody is asking for anything from him. All by himself. And and of all that you will give me. I will surely give you the tenth of everything. This is one of the reasons why you probably know in the house we don't raise money; we raise people. Can I hear? Amen. It is when you don't understand your relationship with God that's when we have to beg you to give offering to give tithe. No, 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 no. But oh, no, ask you anything. open here? Who is asking for tithe here? Nobody. He was just the couple man, but he was keen into the future. I'm going. To, I'm going on this journey. I don't know what's going to come back, but, 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 but I don't know how I'm going to come back. But I know that if you're with me, and, and if we if embrace this journey together, things are going to turn around. And if we do this, I'm going to build a house. Just, just look at that. Always negotiating, even his ministry. Is that right? His ministry. Is that all? No. What about his marriage? <laughs> huh? Always negotiating. If you go with me, Genesis twenty-nine, verse fifteen. What was it that he did when he was when he was going to get married? The power of negotiation. How to negotiate in life? In Genesis twenty-nine, each marriage in fifteen. Listen to what he said. Hallelujah! He's got into a place where there are some beautiful ladies now, and he has to take one of them as well What did he say? Then Laban said to Jacob, because you are my relative, should you therefore serve me for nothing? Tell me. What should your wages be? Now, Laban had two daughters. Listen to this. <laughs> I want you to listen to this very uh, Right? Now, Laban had two daughters. The name of the elder was Leah, and the name of the younger was Richard. Leah's eyes were delicate. Somebody say amen. But Richard was beautiful of form and appearance. What was the response of Jacob to? I want you to remember the question what is your wages how much do you want me to pay you what was jacob's response (laughs) say amen i said say amen and jacob loved rachel (laughs) somebody's the opportunity another bend, another corner to negotiate and said i will serve these seven years for rachel your younger daughter I don't want money. Give me your daughter. The question was, how much do you want to earn? (laughs) He said, "No, I don't want money. I want your daughter. I don't just want your daughter. I don't. I want the (laughs) beautiful." So, all along while he was working, he's been looking at the girl. (laughs) <laughs> what is say, negotiation <laughs> can I get a witness in the house while well, he was doing all the things that he was doing you know he was looking at the girl and waiting for that opportunity that time, that season that there will be a bang and he kicked kick into it the moment he was for that opportunity the man was asking for I've got money, I'll pay you I want your daughter and the beautiful one And the man said, well, (laughs) that is what you want. Remember, he has proved himself now in the house. And Laban said, well, it is better that I give her to thee anyway, than that I should give her to another man. (laughs) Abide with me. And the Bible says, and Jacob served seven years for Rachel. And it seemed unto him but a few days for the love he had to her. Somebody say power to negotiate. If you have this skill, you always get what you want most of the time. Seven years. That's it. And guess what? It was buy one get one free. At the end of the day, you know the story, but I won't go there today. Amen. Because when you give, they give, they give, the give, 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 they give the first surprise, the one with the delicate eye first, and the guy woke up saying, ah, "This is not the one that I was." He said, ah, "Well, unfortunately, you didn't look very well. us <laughs> <Bias> beware. <laughs> Don't worry." <laughs> We'll give you this other one as well. But you have to serve another seven years. I said, is that him? no problem? And then he served another seven years. And then got what he really wanted. But not only that, they gave extra. Somebody said, amen. Because they gave two maids to others. So he was he eventually married two wives and then got two extra maids with age. And that was how we got to have the 12 tribes of... But you know what? this is quite different. so we've seen his bath, right we've seen the ministry we've seen the marriage the one that kept me a lot is his business let's look at that we pray amen he had served now 21 years always negotiating when it comes to his business uh, let's go and from the 25 listen to this listen to this the Bible says you, you, you will be blessed You have it and it came to Paris when Rachel had born Joseph that Jacob said to Laban, send me away. In other words, I'm tired. I'm about to go. Send me away uh, that I may go to my own place and to my country. Give me my wives and my children for whom I have served you and let me go. For you know my service which I have done for you. And Laban said to him, please listen to this. Stay Please stay if I found favor in your eyes for I have learned by experience that the Lord has blessed me for your sake Somebody say amen I have found by experience I found by experience I found by experience Can someone attend to some people outside there please Hallelujah I found by experience that the Lord has blessed me because of you Can I hear amen now, I want you to listen to this. Praise God. I said praise God. Now, verse 28. Then he said, listen to this again. Name me your wages and I will give it. Somebody say amen. How much do you want? I'm going to pay you big money. See. Thing that I have is working my house everything is going on very well everything I'm being blessed because you are in my business how much do you want listen to brother I <laughs> hallelujah and he said appoint me your wages and I will give it and he said unto him you know how I have served thee listen and he said unto him thou knowest how i have served thee and how thy cattle was with me this is jacob responding for it was a little when i came it was a little uh, which thou uh, without wh- us before i came and it is now increased not other was by reason of my being in your business your business has been blessed and the lord has blessed you since my coming and now when do you want me to provide for myself When will I have my own life? When will I have my own future? Area dream. (laughs) And the man asked again, "Okay, I get you, Jacob." And he said, "What shall I give you?" Listen to Jacob. And Jacob said, "Thou shall not give me anything. (laughs) Don't give me anything. I don't want money." What do you want Jacob Jacob said I want to be a shareholder business listen <laughs> they don't give me money they shall not give me anything if you want to keep me you have to make me a shareholder in this business if that will do this thing for me I will again feed and keep your flock listen to this verse 32 he said I'm going to go through your flock (laughs) I love Jacob man I go through the flock today I will remove thence all the speckled and the spotted cattle and all the brown cattle among the sheep and the spotted and the among the goats those shall be the one that I own don't give me money been giving me money for years my life has not changed no progress you see, I've got multitude 12 people, and you want to give giving me money and money and money and money and money and money? I don't want money, I want, to, I want my business. I want to start my own business as well. Give me the odd ones among your cattle, and that was how the man kind of figured out what was what, going on here. Because, number one, listen, the spotted and the speckled, they were. How many of us know that Leban was not a good man as well? was a conny man. So he's looking at how come, how come this guy is asking for this? But God is that you get the spotted and the speckled. But even the rest of the flock, when they want to mate, just make some popular tree, put it in front of them. So as they are mating, they are giving. Every now and then, they will be giving to spotted and speckled. Your business will be growing. Oh, God, because every now and then, when they see spotted and speckled <laughs> in Laban's Le- <in> flower, <laughs> you know he doesn't belong to that. He belongs to... Hallelujah. Somebody say, depart to negotiate. That was how... <laughs> he said, so shall my righteousness answer for me in time to come. So he's looking at the future. When it shall come for my hire before your faith, everyone that is not speckled and spotted among the goats and brand among the sheep, that shall be counted, stolen to me. And Laban said, Behold, I would it might be according to your word. Verse 34. And guess what the guy, smart guy, did immediately? They shared, I mean, he became a shareholder immediately. And he removed that day uh, the egos that were ring straight and spotted, and all the she goats that were speckled and spotted, and everyone that had some, you know, white in it, and all the brand among these sheep, and gave them into the hands of his sons. And when he did that, what did he do? He put three days journey between his flock and that of. And that of his master, guys, we've made it. We got this business at the end. Of the day. If you continue to read, it got to by Jacob's flock. More was far, 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 and Laban. And people were like, "What has happened here?" <laughs> the ability to negotiate, the skill to negotiate. This is my prayer. I challenge you this morning. I'm going to bring this to you need to be healed. Life is a journey. And I hear you, And it's not a straightforward journey. You're going to have some bends to negotiate. If you are not prepared, if you are not ready, if you are not looking forward to negotiate the bends of life, the bend is a place of danger, but it's a place of opportunity as well. It's a place where you are not skilled. If you don't know how to negotiate, and just, you know, I can say, yeah, can you? For, ready for time and season many have lost their marriages home, finance, they've lost you know, career, job, many things just because they came to a place came in, to, you know, a place of maneuvering and I said, they crashed and they crashed, somebody took advantage of that crash and overtook them, but as children of God Jesus said, be wise as serpent but be gentle as though. Bow down your heads in prayer. I want you to just pray for yourself. You must know when to negotiate and how to negotiate.